All right, great to have you here with us on this beautiful Thursday, and it is time for our weekly wellness check. This is something we thought we would do because a whole lot of people are uh, going through a whole lot of issues, and um, some people just don't know where to turn to. And the question is, you know, do sobriety and summer mix? I mean, it sounds a little bit trite, but for a lot of people, summer's just a great time to mingle, you know, sip on something light and bubbly, get uh, to a party and have some fun. Especially now that we've got all this freedom from lockdowns, there's a huge temptation to let loose. And maybe for those uh, who turn to drugs and alcohol to survive the last 16 months, it is a bit too tempting. And for some, this won't be an issue, but others, it has become a seasonal hazard and a big threat if you're trying to remain sober or sober up. Yona Bud is co-founder and clinical director of the Farm in Stouffville at and Recover at Home Addiction and Crisis Therapist, also the host of Road to Recovery, which you, of course you can listen to on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, Saturdays at 10 o'clock. Been to good summer parties yet there, Yona? Yeah, just me and my wife in the uh, on the patio. It's been great. <laughs> party of two no there, there you go no yeah there, there's not there's really i mean other than our trip to montreal where we saw all kinds of people having so much fun uh there's just nothing going on here none of my uh as they say none of my peeps are doing anything fun yeah i mean it's not like at this age we're going to go to the nightclubs or whatever um but it, it is is there something about the summer that makes it harder for those who are dependent on booze or, or drugs to stay away is it a seasonal issue uh, no, I think staying sober in a social environment is a lifetime issue, uh, but certainly the summertime uh, serves it up big time, right? In the commercials, advertisements, people on the streets, patios, everybody seems to be having fun with a drink in their hands. Uh, and it's, you know, it's harder to fit in when it's so transparent like that. You know, when you go to a, a restaurant somewhere and they're serving fine dinner, um, you know, you don't see it the same way. So summertime is fun. It's beers on the beach. It's, you know, bikinis and short shorts and guys wearing nothing. And, you know, it's, it's, it's that loose, relaxed kind of time of the year. Uh, and for many, that includes alcohol. So for people that want to engage in some kind of summer fun, uh, I think you really have to be cautious of where you where you have that fun. And, and they have to also recognize you can have a ton of fun without being drunk or stoned. Oh, yeah, for sure, uh, especially the next day. But, you know, there's also the, I mean, there's so many pretty fun, you know, quirky drinks now that don't really market themselves as a drink. It's just kind of something light and fun. And they are like rampant. It used to just be kind of beer and wine, but there are so many light bubbly things on the shelves that a lot of times I think hosts will say, no, just have something light. We've got something bubbly here, but that's still alcohol to an, an addict. Yeah, any, I mean, hand sanitizer is alcohol to an addict if you really want to get yeah. down and dirty. But, uh, um, you know, but I can tell you that I've got a couple of patients in my practice right now that talk to me about, you know, drinking light beer and, uh, and, and coolers. So it's not like real mm. alcohol. And, and, you know, the fact that it still fuels their anger and their, their, you know, bad behavior is irrelevant. The fact that it seems to be a, an easy drink because you can hardly taste the booze uh, doesn't make it any less uh, dangerous, especially for somebody in recovery. What about alcohol-free beer? I mean, a lot of people just uh, like the taste of beer. Um, is the alcohol-free beer a safety? So uh, I refer to it as a slippery slope. So okay. um, if you if you it, it looks alike, smells alike, almost tastes alike, uh, and it's it's not right. So number one, you're still kind of 
doing that thing with something in your hand that you're used to having. Um, I tell people to, if you used to drink from a bottle, drink from a glass. If you used to drink from a glass, drink from a bottle. So if you're drinking a iced tea from a bottle versus from a glass, so w- whatever it is. But the, the, the things that are near beer or alcohol-free beer or, or marijuana-type stuff that doesn't actually have marijuana in it but it smokes like a joint, uh, it's a slippery slope because it's sort of continue to have the behavior without the buzz. Yeah. And then there are those, I've got a friend who's, uh, they're going to quit smoking dope. They're going to quit smoking dope. And they, they've told me they're going to quit smoking dope now for, for months and months and months. And I never kind of get into it because it's up to them, uh, you know, what, what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. But it's, it's a constant negotiation, you know, after this long weekend, I'm going to stop. Or, and now it's yeah, after the yeah, summer, yeah. as soon as Labor Day, yeah. I'm going to stop. Yeah. Is, is that yeah. just um, deceptive? Is that just like the never ending negotiation? Does it ever work? Um, honestly, probably not for the most part. Usually what's going to work for someone like that is when the decision gets made for them, uh, you know, lose a job, uh, DUI, mm. something like that. But, you know, we, we fool ourselves, you know, listen, I do it all the time when it comes to eating and working out and such, you know, we, we fool ourselves into thinking that, you know, I'll get to it when, you know, when I'm motivated and I, I can convince myself I need to be motivated. So I'm not ready yet. And it, it's all a bunch of BS, right? So if you know, you're doing something that's not good for you and your plan is to change the time to change is when you recognize it's not good for you right there and then on that moment throw out your weed whatever you've got left get rid of the bong whatever you got to do mm. and just start from scratch start from scratch right there and then with you know hopefully some some good supports and, and people because uh, if you've been smoking most of your life and even though you're functional and you're doing really well and life seems to be good and everybody's happy um, it doesn't mean that you're not you're not you're not attached to the THC and to the and to the CBD and to the fact that you're smoking so breaking that even for a functional Functional person, quote unquote, whatever that means, um, requires some help. And, um, you know, there's ways to get off of THC uh, that are pretty painless. And uh, but it is addictive and it does have a chemical interaction in your body. Um, yeah. And it's a very difficult lifestyle thing to change, like like alcohol. It's it's I think they run close. Yeah. I mean, I just stopped drinking booze because I just felt so horrific at the the next day after you hit 40. The, the oh God, the hangovers last for a week. So I just don't even bother once in a while. Um, what do you recommend, though, for people who are, you know, they want to get out, um, you know, people want to have people over, but they know that if they go, there's going to be a huge amount of pressure to have one or two drinks. So first of all, you um, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why I'm not drinking today. I'm, I'm on a diet. Uh, I'm, I'm on medication. My doctor said it's not good for me. I decided I'm just not going to drink anymore for a while. Uh, so you can and and you can easily, you know, cranberry and soda, orange juice and soda. There's a million things you can carry around that look like a drink if you want to mm-hmm. be, you know, undercover brother kind of guy or girl. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, you need to have some support. So you need to go somewhere where people recognize, someone at least recognizes that you're not drinking so they can be there for you and be beside you and hang out with you um, and making sure that the, that the the host knows up front that, hey, listen, I'm not drinking right now, so um, is it okay if I bring my own iced tea or, oh, no, 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 we'll have something for you. So, you know, the, the option is you bring your own stuff. Um, and the best solution is if it feels uncomfortable, get the hell out. You know, just got to call, got to leave, you know, love you guys, got to go. Uh, but if you don't feel comfortable, that's the time to, to cut bait and run um, because if it feels uncomfortable in your gut, it's just a function of time before you do something out of uh, guilt or peer pressure. Yeah, and then it leads to two and three, and then, of course, it becomes more exactly, regular. Exactly. You've been doing this an awful long time. Um, are people more aware now because we have mental health days uh, and, and we've talked a lot about opiate addiction and, and, and you know people having problems? Are more people 
uh, more aware and more understanding and supportive than they used to be um, when people say, no, no, I can't have anything? Or is there still that kind of, come on, just one? Uh well, I, yeah, I, so I think there's two, two parts to the answer. I think the answer is yes. I think that uh, the more public uh, folks like you and, and me and, and others that do the work we do let people know and, and, and share, I think the more we do that, the easier it is. But for the most part, it's also a function of, you know, who are your friends? And if the friends that you that you think are your friends are inviting you over and you say, hey, I'm not drinking these days, and they make a big deal about it, then maybe you got to think about who your friends are. Yeah. You are the company you keep. No question. All right. Good tips. Yes, uh, thanks a lot. I know you write about this and you certainly talk about this on your show. So uh, we appreciate you sharing your time with us. Thanks for having me, Alex. Have a good week. That is our weekly wellness check with Yona Budd, who, of course, is the co-founder and clinical director of the farm in Stouffville, Recover at Home Addiction and Crisis Therapist. And of course, if you want to listen to him, you can hear him here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, Saturdays at 10, where he hosts Road to Recovery. So you've got that as well. Stay with us here on Point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.